Hello and welcome to Out on Her Fanny. A podcast about the nanny. I'm Ben. I'm Mandy. And we might sound a little different this week. Yeah, um, why, why would that be? We're using a different microphone. Oh, what happened to our old microphone? It broke. It, it broke. It, it broke. Was very, very sad. Very sad. Um, I would like to take a moment to eulogize uh, my my blue Yeti microphone that I've had since 2014. It was my dad's microphone. He used it to record, record podcasts. I've used it to record every episode of this show, uh, Game of Rassilon, The Life Toyetic, a number of other projects, and uh, and it has gone to the great guitar center in the sky oh yeah and i would like to take this moment to let the audience and you know that you have a bit of pizza on your face yeah i'm not saying you're a pizza face because that has negative mm. you just have actual a bit of pizza right it's right, here right here yeah i don't know oh, how wow. it got there just cheese and you just put it in your mouth yeah it's well it's pizza uh, you also still have crummies in the corner of your mouth i wasn't gonna say anything yeah, i'm gonna be but- polite these were in a sensible location. You know how they got there. So we are currently doing this. We have ordered a new or placement, yes. um, which is the same. Right now we're recording this on uh, my yeah my uh, blue yeti snowball. You are your bright orange snowball. Yeah, it's bright orange. It's my favorite color. It, it's it's round and it's on a stick. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's it's fine, but if it sounds a little different, uh, or sorry, I hope to have audio quality back to the mediocrity that is normally. Yeah, we expect a certain level of disappointment, and I feel like we haven't quite achieved that this week. <laughs> but we'll do our best, especially because we're watching The Nanny. No, that's not bad. You know what? That's mean. It's that not bad. That is mean. That is mean. It's not a bad. I'm, I'm, I the think whole I'm, point of this podcast is that the nanny is good. I think I'm still hurting from last week, if we're being yeah. honest. That really did kind of. Yeah, it was a sting. bad time. But we, I, 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 we can talk about this time. Uh, yeah. Maybe moving forward. So, what episode did we watch this week? This is season one, episode fourteen, "The Family Plumbing." Now, Mandy, if you could do the customary check. To see I, if it is also... I already did the check. It, it's also episode It's another Daily Double. On HBO Max. So maybe the rest of the season is fine. Yeah, it looks like it's the... And I think we say this every single time, but I still like checking every mm. single time. Of um, The rest of the season will be normal up until the last episode, HBO lists an extra episode. Interesting. So, so the start of our season two... Is Um, the end of season one. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Well, let's jump into season one, episode 14, The Family Plumbing. So, uh, it starts off, uh, as these things normally do, around the breakfast... campfire. (laughs) No. uh, Around the breakfast table. Uh, But this time, everyone is looking a little more slovenly than usual. It's rough. Oh, Daddy, I'm disgusting. I can't go out in public like this. It's never stopped you before. (laughs) Maxwell is is all stubbly. Their hair is a little flatter and less bouffant. Yeah, and they're all still, like, in their bejimbles. Yeah. And that is because their home has no water. They have no water. Fran shows up looking immaculate, as always, because nothing ever needs to change about Fran. And she reveals she was able to recreate her traditional look via the medium of the moist towelette. I just really want to want to appreciate what a great visual gag it is of we have spent so many episodes of 
everyone is dressed all professionally and Fran is mm. in her jammies and now everyone is in her jammies and Fran looks amazing. Fran looks amazing. Fran it's has been waiting time. for this moment. It's the one time that she could have looked like done up for breakfast with everyone else. Except everyone else looks like they just fell off a horse. Yeah. It's pretty great. Fran uh, hears that they have no plumbing, which they talk a bit about like, oh, the house is old and has delicate plumbing. But the whole like home kind of secretly falling apart, like this seems a lot like V.C. Andrews novel of secretly shitty fancy home. Yeah, there's another set of kids who live in the attic who have just been (laughs) fucking this whole time. But, um... Niles mentions that he tried to get in touch with a plumber, but the plumber's yacht has travelled into international waters. So the regular plumber is just unavailable. And it's a weekend. What could you do? Well, Fran has the solution. And that is to call her second cousin, who uh, is a plumber and works 24 hours. Yeah. And with some hesitation, yes, uh, Maxwell agrees. Yeah. This is a, no- a regular thing that Fran apparently does, is recommend her family to... Uh, service things or whenever they Dimity. have an issue of just like <laughs> I, I will I will only apologize I will only apologize for saying giggity I will not apologize for pointing out the double entendre yeah um anyway Fran recommends her family members to do things around the house like I don't know how to not make it a double entendre, Benjamin. It's fine. Maxwell's pipes need servicing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the yeah. entire entire part of the episode. But um, apparently, it tends to not go well. And this episode, we're gonna see if it turns out any different. Surprise! It doesn't. It is a sitcom. Meanwhile, Maggie wants to go to a kissing party for boys who kiss, so she can kiss a boy. And Maxwell says. Fuck off! You're not fucking going. You, you, fuck you! You go to a snogging party. Get on your bike. Fuck you. Where? What is that accent? What is that? It's an angry dragon. It's an angry <laughs> cockney dragon. Where? Fuck you! I'm gonna stay and guard me horde. Uh, so it's made up entirely of only fools and horses DVDs. Are you going to do the rest of the episode? Oh, blimey. Is, yeah. the, is the dragon going to be here for the rest of the episode? The, the dragon the, may the, make... The, the Cockney dragon? The Cockney dragon may make some, some appearances later, depending on whether I remember that I've done this. No. 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 Anyway, Maxwell approves the hiring of Cousin Erring and denies the request to attend the uh, make-out party. Cut to whatever happens next. What happens next? <laughs> And next, because I can't remember whether the party was brought up like before or after commercial break. Um, but anyway, I feel like so, it was part of that breakfast. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But the next thing is Fran is going into Maxwell's office of like, hey, let your teen daughter go to the party. And I don't, I feel like it was something like they don't know yet that it's a makeout party. Yeah. Because uh, Maxwell's like, they have all the boys and girls paired up. Yeah. Um, There's a list of boys and girls next to the phone, which raises. So many questions. Because it's, it's somebody else's party, but why does Maggie have the list? Mm. Is she inviting? Is she the one organizing this orgy? She's secretly organizing the entire thing, but holding it at someone else's house so she's not culpable yeah, legally. There's something about the fact that it's like, because Fran immediately recognizes it, of like, oh, it's a makeout party. And I don't like, I, I don't, nobody liked me, so I didn't get invited to parties generally. Uh, but when I did, it would just kind of be like, here's a 
a regular party, and then if making out happened, that wasn't the opening line of the party, that wasn't on the invitation. It was implied that there might be making out. Not with me, because again, nobody liked I me. I never went to a party where people made out. No one ever, I think similar situation, I think it was just a case of I looked the way that I looked, which is more or less how I look now, just less beard, and no one wants to put their mouth on that. I do now. Because of the beard. Oh, shave the beard off. I have. To move I out. mean, <laughs> you've shaved your beard when we've been around, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, well, now this is how I know that it's real love. <laughs> I definitely remember before we lived together an occasion where I accidentally shaved my beard, and your response was, well, I'll see you in a week. <laughs> no! I think I was joking. I hope I so. I think I was joking. I think you were probably I feel joking. like I still saw you. Yeah. Because we got to celebrate when it grew back. Yeah, a week later, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess uh, Maggie wants to go to this makeout party and has an, a, a very detailed dossier on who will be attending and therefore making out with who. Maxwell is staunchly against it on account of the fact that she's too young. But they're all paired off, boys and girls, two by two. It's like Noah's Ark. <laughs> Maxwell says that, like there's eight boys and there's eight girls. I don't know whether or not that includes Maggie. He doesn't seem to say like where she's paired up. If she just invited... <clears throat> she just invited. <laughs> if she just invited uh, eight girls and eight boys and be like, are you, did you accidentally forget that you have to have a mate? Or are you there for watching? I don't think, she, I think she's organizing the whole thing. She's going to come in with like lemonade and Rice Krispie squares. <laughs> she's not there to make, she's not there to make friends. Well, no, she's there for an orgy. For, for, or 4G. Or maybe. A 14 year old orgy. I mean, it's 16 people. Maybe they're not going to make out. Maybe it's just a standard like. Street Fighter 2 ladder tournament where you've got, you know, you've got your, your two groups of eight and you whittle down. You've got to whittle down to the, the final pair and then you have your, your, your finalist. How many Street Fighter tournaments did you get invited to when you were 14? Certainly more more Street <laughs> Fighter tournaments than, than make-out parties, yes. which was none still somehow. But on top of this, Maxwell and... Cece are there because they have to cast some showgirls. Yes. And so there's also uh, a bit of, particularly Niles and Maxwell, like going through the resumes and the headshots. 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 Going through resumes. It's that thing I can't do in Overwatch. I pay particular attention to Gigi, Lulu, and the one on the unicycle. Uh, going through the resumes and headshots of the gorgeous ladies. We're like, ooh, we horny. That very, we hor- that's, no that's, also, that's also a direct quote from the show. Yeah. Ooh, we horny. Yeah, Niles says it. Yeah. Um, in that tone of voice. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, it's really the first tell that the actor is not actually English. Because when we say it, we go, ooh, we horny. Mm, horny. Yeah. We sound so, like Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> that was smashing. Uh, horniness is kind of going like it's horniness next to and isn't like it? horniness and who uh, is allowed to be horny is kind yeah. of the theme of the episode. Yeah. Along with the the family stuff, because then Fran's second cousin comes. Oh no way! My cousin Tiffany's still on campus. Good news, I'm potty trains. <laughs> so that would mean that it's her second cousin's granddaughter. Yes. Cousins are fucking confusing. Yes, and then Irving walks in looking like a bit character from any episode of Community. <laughs> and he's old and he's a plumber and he doesn't know which way he's going. 
When we let him out alone, he just keeps driving until he runs out of gas and someone calls a number on the side of the van. Oh, does that happen often? Who knows? It's not our number. He wrecked our van. And so we're just kind of in the in the background for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Very slowly fixing the plumbing, maybe. I can't keep doing that. I will have a panic attack. Um, <laughs> but the the the, the her, uh, Irving's granddaughter is Tiffany. I think so. I don't. Yeah. I don't even feel like I got. I got her names. So you're doing a better job than I did. It also. I want to stress this. The 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 subplot we're about to go into is not mentioned in the book. The description for the episode in the booklet that comes with the Shout Factory DVD set because it just goes to uh, they hire Uncle Irving. And then they see uh, Fran sees Maxwell in the shower. The the entire middle bit where two twelve year olds make out. This one, uh, the Shout Factory like booklet, it puts out like here's key moments that you remember from yeah. the series. Like oh, this is like their first kiss, which the actual episode itself is pretty much nothing to do with yeah. it. But it's oh, this was the notable thing. If you're looking for that gif, this is where it is. Yeah. Tiffany and Brighton swap barbs. It's very basic, like surface level. Like they don't like the same sports teams, and then they go off to play. Yes, because Fran told told Tiffany to go play with Brighton. Yeah, and then Maggie is sulking because her dad will not let her go to the party, and Fran is like, "Yeah, that uh, parents uh, fucked up sometimes." Yes, yeah, it's, it's time of fucked up. And then the living room is full of leggy blondes. It's just, it's just uh, uh, Gracie having a bisexual awakening. Yeah, Gracie is like no one else is allowed in the front room, but Gracie's kind of walking around like she like she just opened the door to fucking Willy Wonka's factory floor. Yeah, I have. So I have been Gracie. I have also, uh, particularly at conventions, like been in the situation of like there is a small child, but, like you are realizing you, something. Something is switched on like, right now. Even if the thing that they're just realizing, like specifically when it's at conventions and it's a public space, mm. I've literally just heard a kid of like. You can just wear the swimsuits wherever. You just wear the swimsuits everywhere. You said I couldn't wear swimsuits everywhere. And they cut to, like, they do a gag of, like, focusing on, like, Brighton being Mm. horny for them. But it was like, nah, this is, like, this does not in any way compare to just watching Gracie, like, the biggest, like, the whitest eye just staring. And you'll be in a world of pure imagination. And she's imagining how sexy all the ladies are. <laughs> but she doesn't have to because they're all there. If you want to view paradise. And she's doing that. She's looking up in just this, there's this wonderful awe and wonderment on her face. And it's just spectacular. Yeah. And they're very like, uh, like, uh, I mean, this whole episode is uh, very like, Hetero, uh, very heteronormative. Nor- very heteronormative of like Gracie is in awe of like there's actual Barbies. Will the Barbies play with me? And a friend was like, No, honey, these toys are for boys. <laughs> I'm like, Don't. Ah, ladies can appreciate ladies too. Yeah. Ladies can bone down with ladies. Yes. I mean, not a. That age. Yeah, but you can appreciate yeah. and have a realization of like, oh, I would like the big Barbies. I yeah. like the big Barbies. They're big and they're pointy. Yeah. Uh, which one of the Barbie? I don't know what they're... They said that they're casting showgirl. I don't know particularly what it's 
for? I possibly for showgirls, but I have no idea. I honestly, it's just an excuse to bring some semi-naked yeah. models onto the studio floor for a day, so yeah, that so- everyone can be horny. <laughs> Uh, Maxwell interviews one of them. I have a four octave range, and I studied acting with Stella Adler. Very impressive. I can also stand on my hands and do a full split. Flight, and then she just and drops she immediately into a split. does it. You've got the part. Oh, thank you, Mr. Sheffield. I can't wait to work for you. And gets the job immediately. Because yeah, if you can just immediately do that as someone who uh, will never be able to do it, I like. I mean, I took a stretch class today and asked you what your goals are, and be like. I would like to have a convincing fake split. Not even an actual <laughs> split, like one of those things. Like there's uh, specific uh, poses that you can do where if you're looking at it from front on, it looks like a split. Mm. If you are looking at it from every any other angle, you realize that like, that's only, that's like a 60 degree yeah. angle. Like you have a definite V here, but you're kind yeah. of just using your butt to distract yeah. entirely. And there's... There's no re- it's super inappropriate for Maxwell to have Niles in there because there are lots of scantily clad people. He is not a person that has any involvement yeah. in this. There's no reason for him to be there. Yeah, he doesn't need to be there. That and is super unprofessional, yeah. Maxwell. And he does eventually leave to go dust in the living room. Which is worse. It's also worse. And he was also going to look right through a keyhole earlier. <laughs> He's a peeping Tom. In any other episode where they're not actively trying to make Niles, uh, like, horny and lecherous, Mm. Reeds is gay, and so everyone's like, oh, I figured that he was gay, and so the last season doesn't really make sense. Because the the time that they do show him as being in a women, it's always in the worst possible ways. Yeah. Like, oh, and you're gonna be super fucking creepy at a woman who was just trying to do her job? Her job happens to be doing splits, but she is here for work. You know who Niles is? John Barrowman. He's making. How he, dare he, you! He reads as How gay. How dare you! He reads you. as gay. He's making women uncomfortable in the workplace. I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like you. But yeah, uh, anyway, so Maxwell's still very firmly against the idea of the party. While at the same time being horny towards yeah. people. Like, oh, it's okay for me to be all horny, uh, but my daughter wants to do a smooch. Yeah. And that would be wrong. That would be, be so bad. The, but uh, also, here's all these women who are probably not more than, like, three or four years older than your daughter that you are just, yeah. like, ogling. There is a, there's also a moment, I think it's in this scene, or it's, if it's not, it's very close, is... Uh, Fran and Niles reminiscing about how Maxwell lost his shit when Maggie almost kissed little Jimmy Marsden. Oh, well, this is because of uh, later on, so we can go into the next thing. Of, yes. uh, Fran is looking for Brighton and uh, Well, Tiff- he's specifically looking for Cousin, Ir- uh, for, for cousin oh, Irving yes. because um, no work has been done on the plumbing. Maxwell's pissy. Fran goes upstairs, goes looking for him, goes into one of the bathrooms, pulls back the shower curtain in the bathroom, and wouldn't you know it, Brighton and Tiffany are playing tonsil hockey. They're just smooching up a storm. And it's 90s tonsil hockey, so the rules weren't anywhere near as strict as they are in today's yeah. league games. I want to I give, like, this is a thing of, like, the difference between, like, 90s fashion and, like, today fashion, mm. particularly for, like, children's clothing, makes it so that the outfit Brighton is wearing 
is the most little boy outfit. <laughs> yep. He's wearing the outfit of a four-year-old. And the main reason is because it's all in primary. He's just wearing, like, yeah. a sweater all in primary colors. And I'm like, that's for you, that's your little boy sweater. Yeah. You make it out with people in your little boy yeah. sweater. Just a little, like, knitted little... It's a kind of a, a vest kind of deal if you're in the UK. Like a, like a knitted vest. But, yeah, he's, he's making out with someone who... Like, Tiffany's entire aesthetic is, like... What if Fran was smaller? Well, yeah. Uh, smaller <laughs> and, like, a little punkier. Yeah, like a punky, pocket-sized Fran. Tiffany is sort of like, yeah, whatever. Tiffany, I told you not to touch anything. You also said to play nice. Fran's, like, trying to drag them away and be like, don't, don't be doing that. And as soon as she turns her back, they're, they're, doing they're it. immediately making yeah. out again. There's a lot of hyper-focus on underage people macking. In this episode. Yeah. Yeah, but at least they're touching mouths with other underage... Yeah, I mean, that's also fair and true. Parsons. You're gonna get me fired. Your father has this big thing about his kids kissing. I don't know why. They're very good at it. <laughs> Maxwell is so strict about Maggie and uh, that time that she was making out with a little Jimmy little Jim, Marsden. Jimmy Marsden, yeah. Which is, it's good to have little references. It's a, it's, you can stay in her memory. Yeah. You can stay in her hearts, even if he's no longer staying in her episodes. Do we want um, Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On behind this? Or <laughs> Phil Collins' You'll Be In My Heart behind this? Or just the music from Sonic the Hedgehog? Let's go with the music from Sonic the Hedgehog. There it is. Yeah. It's romance. Yeah. Yeah. And Brighton is three years younger than uh, Maggie, mm. so this has got to be even worse. Yeah, it's rough. And like in marches in Maxwell, and he's furious. He's so angry. And to which Fran uh, freaks out, and she's trying to like cover it up, and like maybe okay. And, and Maxwell has no idea what she's talking about because what he's mad about the, about is that there is still no water. He's, he is understandably. Still frustrated about the ongoing plumbing situation. There's still no water. Oh, you're mad about the water. Did you hear that, Niles? He's mad about the water. <laughs> Fran is, and this is a this is a common thing that happens where like Fran uh, thinks she's about to get in trouble for one thing, starts apologizing for that thing. Maxwell is there for a completely different thing, and she's like, ah. I got away with it. No. And then uh, this time it was actually Gracie who yeah. spilled the beans. Yeah, and Gracie like, says Brighton made out with someone in the, in the shower. Fran explains the story. And Maxwell, oh, he is just over the moon. Like, he's so jazzed that his little boy just had his first kiss. So Brighton snagged his first kiss, huh? And only 11 years old. Well, you sound proud of that. Well, he beat his old man by two years. To which Fran points out, hey, that's uh, kind of hypocritical that's of you. Little, yeah, it's a little bit of a double standard, but Niles is like, maybe shut fuck up a little bit. You know how you were going to get fired a minute ago? Maybe shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, Fran. Hey, Fran. Hey, Fran. Shut the fuck up. And for once, uh, Fran momentarily shuts the fuck up. She, she decides um, that the patriarchy should win in this instance. Yes. And she does shut the fuck up. Yeah. That is until she sees Maggie who is still upset that she Fuming. can't go to this party yeah. and is also like why are you letting them do this? You see this double standard yeah. that like you're just gonna let him do that. And then Fran spends what feels like 17 minutes going well, I, I'm on thin ice with you dad I don't want to get in trouble don't make me don't make me do this. For some reason like her principles are gone for them for a, for a hot second mm -hmm. because she doesn't want to get fired as if her principles have, have ever 
gotten her fired before. Well, she doesn't know no. whether the next season will get picked up yet. That's true. This could have been it. <laughs> uh, but there she... could have been a mid-season replacement airing right now. Yeah. Maggie does convince her of like, hey, maybe uh, have some morals. Yeah. Uh, and Fran goes uh, to find Maxwell and suddenly decides like, oh, maybe he is in the restroom for some reason. And regardless, what the fuck would he be doing in the restroom that would be a chill thing? Shitting. For Shitting her, is pretty for her chill. to just be marching in too. Shitting is incredibly chill. You're sitting there, you're on your cell phone. But most people don't like uh, sharing like space. I'm with not talking people. about it as a sharing thing. I'm just saying like shitting can be a chill thing. But time. like, what thing did she think that was going on there of like, oh yeah, I can just barge right in here. I don't need a knock. Shitting can be a chill time. And the, the, the sounds of the shower because the previous scene of uh, Maxwell confronting uh, cousin Irving, he was like, "Oh yeah, the water, the water, the water, in this room the water is good. fixed." Yeah. There's shower sounds that in the time that they haven't had water, Fran has forgotten She's what forgotten water the sound of running water, and she assumes that Brighton and Tiffany are uh, macking it ballways in the in the shower. So she pulls back that shower curtain, and we see eight hundred percent. Of Charles Shaughnessy. And we don't see all... We see his upper half. We see yeah. his, like, upper 40%. Fran runs out. She yes. knows his there. It is worth noting that he is... And Fran even acknowledges it. Of he is wearing uh, a little soap on the a soap rope. soap on a rope around his neck. And she's even so panicked. I've definitely been in that situation where you're so panicked that you focus on something of like, oh, it's that thing, by the way. Also, I need to go. Bye. I think what Fran was doing there was disassociating. <laughs> yeah. Hyperfixating on something that is not relevant to the moment. <laughs> so she leaves, bumps into Niles, tells Niles what happened. Niles makes a funny joke. When I first started in service, I walked in on the Queen Mum. In the shower? On the throne. Ha 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 ha. But we still don't have any word on whether Maggie can go to this makeout party yet. Because Fran saw, saw his dingus. So Fran is now too worried about having seen his dingus and is going to be fired. Because once you, once you see the, the peepus, you got to leave us. <laughs> <laughs> once you've seen Dong, you won't be here long. <laughs> once you see Scrotum, you've got to... Leave. <laughs> He's trying to be like Bookum or something that would be Bookum. Once you've seen testes, you're no longer besties. <laughs> Do you have one more in you? I don't. I only had the first one. Once you've seen dick, you're thoroughly licked. The dick, I mean. The dick is... Mm. Don't lick the dick. Mm. You can We're lick. not that far Don't lick the... the dick sounds like a, a fucking children's board game from an evil parallel universe. <laughs> it's like, don't wait, dad, but like, too horny for kids. Yeah. To... Don't lick the dick from MB. <laughs> Frank goes to confront Maxwell about his spectacular right, schlong. Confront, confront is a, uh, not a schlong, just going to apologize yeah. and save her career. I'm sorry I acknowledged your beepus. Yes. But also, hey, maybe Maggie should go to this fucking party, you idiot, dumb shit, double standard having fuck. Yeah, and he is kind of too, uh, 
I does he does he acknowledge that he's being a hypocritical piece of shit, or is he just like nervous about the fact that uh, Beepus was in a conversation? I think it's six of one. I think it's definitely <laughs> there's definitely a, both columns are in play here. Eventually, uh, does Maxwell? Ac- I generally can't remember how this episode ends. I, I'm hyper. I hyper focused on. Yeah, his dick. he does. He does acquiesce, and she can yeah. go to the party. She can only stay out until ten, mm-hmm. which uh, Fran tries to fight. Well, I was like, you are on fucking thin ice, though. Yeah. Um, and then. And we uh, spent a lot of time just uh, still talking about like, oh, I definitely probably didn't see your penis, but also I know exactly how long yeah. it is. Tiffany and Cousin Irving leave. Brighton uh, is shocked to learn that she's not coming back. Yeah. I'm like, hey, well, you're wearing a little boy sweater and that's weird. Yeah. That's... And you're 11. You're kind of still a little boy, but this is like a, this is like a little, little boy. Yeah. A little boy don't get cast. Brighton asks Maxwell, did I just get dumped? Maxwell says, yes, not only that, but you have engaged as a soldier in the battle of the sexes. Never again will you stand idly by as women folk take land from our precious coast. Or whatever the fuck. So is that a wizard that transformed into Richard Nixon midway through? It's it's just the, the horny wizard. The horny wizard? The horny wizard. Richard Nixon the is horny the horny wizard? wizard of war. No, Richard Nixon was not present for that. Okay. That's a different person who also has jowls. Okay. If you do the jowl thing. I mean, like, Futurama kind of, like, ruined jowls for other things. I, I mean, there's also... You can have indignant English... It doesn't have to be Nixon. No, it's Nixon, well, though. It's, well, then you... I will write a formal letter to Billy West to have him apologize about jowls. <laughs> Anyway, Maggie gets to go to a party. Brighton gets dumped. Uh, we get a, an outtake reel at the end of the episode as the end credits roll as uh, Fran Drescher is unable to comment on the speed at which chicken cooks. Because that was a bit. Well, the speed at which chicken cooks, but also men. Also, men are uh, chicken. How to, how to cook men like chicken. How to cook men like... Chicken fried dick. Chicken fried dick. Yeah, it's a backdoor pilot for the uh, Santa Clarita diet. Um, it took them a while to get the show in production, which is why uh, Drew Barrymore ended up taking the lead when Netflix eventually got it. But um, I think that's a ballsy, like cannibalism was like being the primary theme uh, of the last like five minutes of the episode. I thought was a very interesting choice. Yeah. But that's our episode. That yeah. is. What did uh, you What did you think of the episode? It was. I mean, it was anything is fucking Shakespeare after last time. After the previous episode, anything is good. This was a nice middle-of-the-road episode. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It's a good episode, I think. Yeah, it's something of... I, I enjoyed it while I was watching it, but trying to remember the specifics of what happened. Yeah. It's very, like, by the numbers. You kind of know what is going to happen yeah. of, like, what the escapades are going yeah. to be. It has some, but it's but it's fun while it's on. It has some very nice kind of fun snappy dialogue, but it's not so snappy that I can like quote any of it yeah. to you in the moment. I do. I I I will immediately need to make a gif of Gracie walking through the gorgeous women because that I need to send that to my therapist <laughs> um, to explain my entire life. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Did you like the episode? Yeah, it's something where it doesn't necessarily. St- Stick with me yeah. a whole lot, um, but I enjoy it when it's on. It's something that I'm surprised. Like I wasn't necessarily looking forward to this episode because I think just like passing on it, it didn't stay with me beyond the oh the 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 shower scene. That's yeah. the only thing that kind of stays, and the actual plot of it I don't really remember. But it, while it was actually there, I'm like oh yeah, this does have a plot. It's just kind of a predictable plot, so it yeah. doesn't. It's not a memorable one. 
How do you feel about? I don't. I, I feel like the, the we have enough time that we could talk about fashion, but I don't feel like there was a lot of notable fashion. I think we can talk a little bit about. Uh, I think, and I think we already touched on this. Actually, hang on. Let's play the music. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I, Tiffany's costuming, be, feeling very much like, as you said, kind of small punky Fran. Oh yeah, like they definitely even like she's wearing kind of like a mini dress. Uh, has a has a jacket. She's wearing some Converse instead of obviously she can't be wearing heels. Um, has very big hair. Mm. Um, not styled exactly like Fran's. It's hair. a little more Ariel than the Little Mermaid with that kind of yeah. Curl it's at the definitely front. something. Of Fran has very textured hair, and yeah. it's kind of clear that like casting this kid, I'm like you would have to either put this kid in a wig or you'd have to like do a lot to this kid's hair yeah. to make it the same, which would be. Uh, not good time wise, and also would uh, probably involve some chemicals that would not be good uh, on yeah, a small child's head. They would lose too much time filming with this yeah. kid to do. So that just like we're gonna tease it to God, and it's like, if, it's give it evocative, away. I think, of Fran's hair without being Fran's. Yeah, hair. which I think works well because it's not it's not like a joke of like oh haha they're exactly the same. Yeah. But it's you definitely read that like this is family. The, yeah, yeah. This is the same family. Yeah. There's also, I mean, Fran. Like, she only really wears the one outfit, but it is a great outfit. It is like a poofy shirt, a plaid vest, which is actually kind of more open on the sides than I feel like a lot of her other mm. stuff are. So it actually like lets some of the poofiness out of the sides, and then some very tight pants. Yeah, can't complain about any of this. Yeah, she and tight. Great tight black pants because that was again my issue last time of she wore like some like bright plaid stuff on, on top mm. and then just had like light washed denim and be like this doesn't go this looks great yeah and then the other notable thing is uh brighton's boy vest Brighton which i don't boy vest, yeah i don't know whether they like did that on per it wasn't a vest it was a it was a little sweater he had like yeah. sleeve yeah, sleeve i don't know whether that was on purpose of them trying to make him look like little boy or I mean, again, just kind of '90s fashion because I I definitely remember looking at pictures and seeing like people wearing stuff that like today we were considered too kiddish, mm. like way past. Yeah. Where this was pre there being like a tween demographic of yeah. clothing. I I did like on uh, on Maggie's top. I liked some of the texturing on her shirt. I think that she wore at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember thinking that's quite nice. Other than that, like everyone's everyone's wearing more or less just one outfit. Nothing really kind of immediately leaps out. Yeah, it is nice. That, like they frequently make uh, references to uh, Maxwell has not shaved and is mm. looking more like gr- like uh, grizzled. Yeah, yeah, grizzled and more like rough, which was yeah. an interesting thing to kind of see him as. Um, I actually wanted to ask: Do you have any British things to talk about? Like both in terms of uh, how the British feel about seeing Pingus and like the age at which people should. Should start macking on each other. Oh, you have to remember my neither of my parents were conventional, and certainly by the time I was uh, either Brighton or Maggie's age, uh, my dad was not there geographically. But my mother was very chill about the idea of like making out with people, or you know, she she encouraged me to like pursue uh, interests that I had at school, and I did not do that. So I my my experience is not. Universal. My experience is but, not representative. Uh, but then that to that same thing, did your because you also had a sister mm. and uh, how similar was that? I, I mean, you would have to speak to her. I don't have any memory of my mum like saying you can't do this, you can't 
but also I, if any of those conversations happened, I would not be likely to be privy to them. I yeah. think it's unlikely that my my mum would have been, you know, Ben, come here and let's have a conversation about, you know, whether your sister can make out with the person or not. It's not my business. Yeah. Uh, what would you say in terms of, like, just... Because I imagine that you had uh, uh, friends and schoolmates of people whose parents weren't weird-ass pagans that did a lot of pot. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of the general of, like, yeah. what the... Uh, what were the societal ideals I there? I don't know. I genuinely don't okay. know. I have no exposure to that. And I don't remember there being a lot of... I don't remember seeing a lot of that on British TV shows. So I, I, genuinely, I genuinely can't speak to it. Oh. I don't know. Oh, well, this was fucking useless. We'll probably it was get cut. fucking useless. What are we watching next week? Next week, we are watching Deep Throat. The movie about the Watergate scandal? No. Fran takes Grace to the doctor to have her sore throat examined, but the doctor recommends that Fran is the one who needs a tonsillectomy. Well, this is how you know it's an only sitcom, because there's an episode called Deep Throat. Well, I guess that wraps us up then. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Out on Her Fanny. If you are enjoying the show, uh, do please consider leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or on other podcasting platforms. Uh, consider tweeting about us or talking about us on social media. Uh, which you can do at Out on Her Fanny, and I definitely recommend following us if you haven't now, particularly this week, because I will definitely be making a gift. <laughs> and if you also want that for your own personal reasons, of maybe that will look explain some things for you too you can you, yeah. can you can follow us at out on her fanny out on, on her fanny. instagram uh facebook and twitter and the twitters yes and do please leave a positive review if you can itty bitty podcasts like ours live and die by word of mouth and we would certainly appreciate yours you can find our website if you haven't already at oofcast.com that's o-o-h-f cast.com and I think that covers all the bases. Mandy, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at Mandy Quesadilla. That is M-A-N-D-Y. And then Quesadilla the food, which apparently still some people don't know how to spell that. Uh, but that's not my problem. It's Quesadilla. Yes. Uh, and I'm at Ben Padden, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're going to go. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Out on Her Fanny. A podcast about the nanny. I've been Ben. I've been Mandy. And yes, we, we do, do know, know it, it means, means vagina. vagina. But this time there was penises. Grand Geek Gathering